up, fam? Welcome back to the Time is Right podcast. My name is Scott Smith. You are here on the Time is Ripe. This is a podcast of ripe creatives. We are a ministry based in the great city of Philadelphia, and we are a creative community that uh, leverages our gifts to make much of who Jesus is, share the gospel with people, love people well, and uh, we often get the chance to partner with different organizations and churches and ministries uh, around the city. And today, we have an amazing, amazing episode uh, slated for you guys as we go back in time <laughs> to uh, <laughs> Friday, May 5th, 2023. Uh, we got to be a part of a thing called Movement Day uh, with the Philadelphia Gospel Movement. Ooh. And uh, to break this whole thing down, share the story, and you know, just kind of flesh it out on this episode, I got a couple of guests in the room. We got Mr. Jared Topmop Moses. Hello, hello. Welcome back, Topmop. He's the man behind the computer and the frequencies and the things on the screen to make sure that this thing sounds good and comes out on time. So thank you, Top Mob, for being here. Always a pleasure to have you in the room. We got a first-time guest here on the podcast, Miss Emily Davis, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited that you're here. This is going to be an amazing time together. Emily Davis, uh, we have known each other for a long time. Uh, her and her husband, Ryan Davis. Ryan Davis is a beast. Love that man. Uh, one of the best sound engineer, videographer, photographer, media, graphic. He does all the things. Uh, in the city, we are massive fans of him and thankful for the ways we've been able to work together over the years. Um, Emily and Ryan are members of Christ Community Church, and uh, that is actually the church where we did Good Soil in February of 2022. Mm-hmm. Our first episode here on Time is Ripe was about that event. Yep. And uh, that was in part because of Ryan and Emily and their relationship to us and advocacy for us with uh, you know, the leadership over at Christ Community Church. And so we're indebted to you, and we're 20-something episodes in, so it's great to finally have your voice on this podcast. Emily, can you do us a huge favor and just like introduce yourself, share you know what you do, all the things, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you whatever you got in your heart, we want to hear about it. Absolutely. All right. Well, Emily Davis, I have the pleasure of working uh, with Philadelphia Gospel Movement, um, and we are a nonprofit that, as our name says it all, Philadelphia Gospel Movement. We're all about the gospel, and our goal is to see the body of Christ connected and equipped for the spiritual and social flourishing of Philadelphia and the greater Philadelphia area. And yeah, so our goal is um, is to do what um, it's missing, is connecting the body, um, regardless of um, denomination, race, um, size, whatever it is that keeps uh, people divided for one goal and is to just really see people coming to Jesus and see transformation in our city. So yeah. It's amazing. It's, uh, I've been in Philadelphia for about 10, 11 years, 12 years now, and the movement of unity in this city from 10, 12 years ago to now has been incredibly inspiring. Yeah. And even more so recently, it's been like multiplying, almost like birth pangs kind of thing, you know, where you, you, you talk about that a lot with like end times, but in a positive direction, the church has been coming together in this city. And a huge part of that has been PGM, Philadelphia Gospel Movement. So, yeah, thank That's you awesome. for all you guys are doing. Um, in a lot of ways, we consider ourselves kind of like a, a stepchild 
of PGM with Ripe Creatives. I don't know if I can say daughter yet, if they adopt us maybe. Um, but we're something of like a, you know, a daughter or son ministry and yeah. vision, right? Uh, we weren't launched under PGM or anything like that, but but the value system of Ripe Creatives, bringing people together in our team, you know, we have 30 plus people, 15 different churches represent it. And so in a lot of ways, we mirror one another. Um, you guys on a macro, big city scale, us on a micro, artist, creative, worship kind of scale. Um, but it just it makes a lot of sense for us to be in relationship with one another. And um, Movement Day, I think, was like one of the best pictures of that starting to happen. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, so let's just kind of get into the context of Movement Day itself. So, you know, May 5th, 2023 was Movement Day, but Movement Day is... It's years now that you guys have been doing this. So how long have you guys been doing Movement Day itself? This is our third um, one. Our first one was in 2019, September 2019. And uh, we kind of skipped the year. Um, 2020 kind of gave us a little hiccup there. I think everybody skipped that year. Yeah. (laughs) Try not to go back in time. But yeah, we we started our very first one. Uh, Movement Day comes from movement.org, which is based in New York. Um, and it started, it started there with just that, uh, a community of leaders coming to one location to really dream about what can they do together for the city. And it just, it's all over the world now. Um, and Philadelphia, we got a chance to go there a few years and out of there, it was, um, they, they had a, a group of pastors that they called that day to, at the end of the event, you know, can Philadelphia huddle? Um, and from there was birth, like, how can we see a movement? Um, and that's where uh, PGM, Philadelphia Gospel Movement, was birth um, at movement uh, at a movement.org event. Um, so we we wanted to do our very first one. Um, and it was it was pretty it was pretty awesome. We had a, a really amazing um, time where we saw so many leaders come together um, to do that, to plan um, our first one was a little bit different. It was very much that it was planning. It was sitting, talking, planning. What can we do? Um, and since then, it's just kind of changed a little bit. It's morphed. Um, the first one was at Enon um, Tabernacle, and then we had um, we had the second one in 2021 at City Reach uh, with Pastor Navales. We did it there. Um, that one was a little bit more intimate, still with the idea of planning. Um, so this year we wanted to do something a little different. Um, we were looking at, um, how about we, we just kind of put more emphasis and less of the planning on a big picture and focus on one topic, which is harvest evangelism. Um, and, and how do we have a day where it's a boot camp and we equip people where it's great to dream. Um, it's great to be inspired, but this time we wanted to, inspire but also leave people with tools on their belt they can actually go out and do stuff so so we did it a little bit different um and it was just an amazing time just seeing so many new faces and leaders come um to do that to learn to share to share stories um but also come together to to know that there are lives in our city that that need to be reached and it's the year of harvest so yeah amen oh so good yeah, I, I've gotten to be at a couple of the movement days and then obviously this one that we got to do in relationship with one another. And yeah, it's just been it's been great. It's been great. And I love the switch to like, let's try to equip, you know. Um, I think that that was really special. Um, the other thing I 
was such a fan of was the location this year. Yeah. Um, you know, the last couple have kind of been at churches, which is great, but sometimes with pastors that you're trying to convince to come together, um, finding a third space is better um, because it doesn't feel like anybody else's turf. Yeah. And so this year you guys did the Hilton yeah. on City Ave, huge hotel um, here in the city of Philadelphia, kind of infamous. It's across from like the news outlets, uh, the news stations like NBC, ABC are right over there and near that big target on City Ave. Everybody knows the Hilton when you say the Hilton. Yeah. And I thought that was just like super great idea. You guys rented the ballroom in the hotel and with that, like it's not at a church where you would typically have like a sound system or a sanctuary that's like ready to have presentations and worship in it. Uh, it's just like an open shell, you know, beautiful ballroom, yeah. chandeliers, all that kind of stuff, but no sound. Yeah. And so you kind of, I think it was, did you hit me up first? Yeah, I think about yeah. that. You were like, so we're doing this, but we don't have a sound system. We don't know where to turn, <laughs> you know, and we have like reputable companies that you could rent from. Um, you know, shout out to Marcus Jordan Productions and Zell Brothers, right? Like there's some great companies, but obviously Top Mop runs around with us all the time, does stuff with the Ripe community. And between Top Mop, Ripe, our friend Anthony, Gordon, DJ Angie, between the three of us, we have enough equipment to pull off an event together. And so I was just like, well, I mean, you could just talk to Jared. Maybe Jared could be the all in kind of yeah. answer for this rather than go out, rent sound, then find an engineer separately hit up Top Mop, and then you guys connected. Yeah. And it was it was kind of the rest was history on that front. Yeah. Yeah, it ended up working out really well. Sorry, I'm just sitting here nodding along because I have no context of movement day in the past. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only knew this past year, but I think, like, the whole thing went well. The organization went well. Um, I remember the meetings. We went in day of... Uh, uh, the the day that like the location was getting scoped out yeah. i met you and a couple other people there one i didn't know emily phillips from ripe was involved or rosie was involved and i walk in i'm like oh hey i am in the right room cool um <laughs> and i'm like why are you guys here is this the same meeting and so we're standing there and the manager of the hilton is like yeah like uh make sure you just get me a coi and everything you need i'm like yeah yeah and as soon as he turns around to talk to Emily, I pull out my phone Googling, what is a COI? And I'm like, yeah, I'll definitely get that for you. Certificate of insurance. <laughs> we know all about that. We're creatives, but Top Mop's getting his, uh, his business plan together. Uh, but it was days. just like one of those really cool things. So you brought up Emily Phillips. That was the next thing I was going to bring up um, because it wasn't just sound that you were looking for. You also were like, you know, we're going to try to put a worship team together and I think it's funny because you kind of said like, you know, we'll probably reach out to some people at different churches, find an MD, and then ask them to bring a team together. Yeah. And I kind of said, well, it's April, so that might be hard uh, in a month's time to convince a bunch of, you know, musicians to do rehearsals together Yeah. because you got you to gotta get tight. And I was like, did you know, like, we have a worship team? Like, Ripe Worship kind of is that, you know? And you were like, oh, yeah, that actually makes sense. I mean, I don't remember yeah. that fully that conversation, but maybe you know. No, no, that was absolutely like that was one of the things when we when we um, you hit a couple things. Um, one, doing this outside of our church was very intentional because we wanted to make sure that everybody felt seen. And um, one a, a kind of central location that like, as you said, that it was like it's known by everybody, you know, where the Hilton is. 
um, parking and all of that beautiful stuff that is just kind of like all there. But um, we also wanted to represent that unity part where nobody's left behind um, for whatever reason, right? Like um, whatever, whatever the reason may be for you not to go and cross to the other side of town. Um, but the, the other part was the how do we reflect the unity that we're trying to see in the room up on the stage um, from speakers to uh, music where, you know, we have so many amazing churches with amazing worship teams that could have gotten the work done, right? Like spiritual and all of the beautiful stuff. But we also wanted to model what it looks like to be one body. Um, and, and right is, is literally the definition of that. So it was just a, it was just a no brainer when it was brought up. It's like, yeah, let's just make this happen. So that, that was amazing. Yeah. It was super cool. Cause I think, you know, we were, it's a Friday morning, um, event during the day for the main conference. And then you guys added something we'll get to in a second on Friday evening. That was super cool. But during the day, it's tough to get our people cause everybody works. Um, so it was a smaller team. It was just like a little three-piece, Liv, Emily, and Joseph Novales. Uh, the three of them did it together. And it, like, in ways, we could have done a better job putting a better, fuller team together. But it was short notice kind of thing. But it still was. Even just in the three sweet, of them, man. it was sweet. Yeah. Well, for the morning, I don't think you'd want to do anything super like complex. Like band. Anyway. Well, mainly because like the stage layout ended up being different between the morning and the evening. Oh, yeah, that's There true. was more stuff on the stage, so we couldn't have put that many more up there. Yeah, so it was yeah, just... Yeah, it was such a full kind of um, teaching and presentation yep. that it was that break. And we did... That was a little different that we did this year. Because the first year, we had like a one 20-minute set. That's it. And then... The entire day, it was just a lot of talking. And we wanted to do something different. Um, the second year, we did a little bit longer. We were like, all right, let's do like a 30, 40-minute set. But then that was it. There was no other worship. So this time, we're like, all right, how about we have smaller bits throughout where yep. it breaks up the monotony of the day and actually breaks up the day a little bit. And the feedback we got was just amazing. Yeah, People it was such a good worship. feel. It was such a good feel. It was like, I saw the run of show and I was cracking up. Because it was like every other line was like, right, worship, 10 minutes, right, worship, <laughs> seven minutes, right, worship, three minutes. Because <laughs> there's just so much talking that people yeah. just needed kind of like a palate cleanser. Absolutely. And, yeah. it, and it really just kind of, um, normally when we've done our two movement days, there's a certain period of the day that people just start walking out. And in this movement day, the majority of the people stayed all the oh, way yeah. to the end. So yeah, that the was only a people, very different. The only people who left like had appointments. Yeah, that work they had and to, stuff, yeah. They had to get back to... But yeah, they did they did such a good job. I mean, Joseph, Emily, Liv, vocally they're insane. Mm -hmm. And they're so unique from one another. Um, they have such distinct tones and sounds. And yeah, they're but together they're such a good blend. And it was like a beautiful picture of the unity thing. Yeah. Where even in their physical bodies, right? Emily's a white girl, Joseph's a Hispanic dude, Liv is a black woman. Right, like these three yeah. on stage together, a picture of kind of who's represented in the room um, together, but then even vocally, their distinctions and how they come together. And yeah, I mean, we're, we're very blessed to have the people in Ripe that we have from a tech standpoint, from a, a worship standpoint, from an artist standpoint. It's a really, really dope team. And I think it just was like kind of a no-brainer yeah. um, to and, have and, Ripe and Worship. And the other demographic is... Movement Day is, is normally known to be older, older men 
that usually come traditionally, especially mm-hmm. in the one in New York and businessmen, because of this is where it is in New York, that being able to see younger, a younger group up and just kind of representing a whole different generation. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just a really nice, sweet kind of uh, shift of what we've normally done. Yeah. And I think even from a denominational theological lens, our team is just really good at understanding nuance of that stuff and doing sets that don't yeah. make anybody feel yeah. displaced. Like doing doing things in a way with like some hymnody yeah. modernized and some CCM and some gospel. Like it's it's very much a wave yeah. that they, they kind of take people on a journey that allows everybody to be seen and felt Absolutely. and represented. So um, as small of those details might seem, it is a part of the strength of yeah. ripe worship. And so, and it is a part of the vision overall that PGM is trying to like that unity part is everybody gets to be seen. Um, it's not catered to one side. It's, it's everybody feels connected. Yep, for sure. So we had uh ripe worship there. We had the Philadelphia universal Christian ministry sound engineer Jared Topman <laughs> Moses there. That was like the second weekend in a row that I was doing something with Ripe. One week week before was God in the City and then Movement Day, but God in the City I wasn't even scheduled to do it until two days before. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Esperanza. Um, but yeah, we uh, it's just been funny to watch. Like, why I bring that up is because there's been a, a hysterical thing happening with us over the last two years, especially since the pandemic has kind of been alleviated a bit um where one of us gets booked and we have no idea that somebody else in the community is also booked and then somebody else gets booked in the community and then somebody else is already a part of it because they already (laughs) volunteered to be there and we just show up and we're like oh hey like we like it's it has happened dozens of times now where and the joke for us is ripe takeover (laughs) um you know which has its own canon and story behind it that that maybe one day we'll share um but yeah the whole that whole idea of just like man this is such a beautiful picture of the ways that ripe creatives and pgm make sense together yeah um, Rosie was there doing a lot of like behind the scenes stuff and helping organize with you and making Absolutely. sure people got up on stage well. Rosie's the best. We love her to life. Emily putting together the team with Joe and Liv and then the the Fuller team in the evening that we'll get to. Jared there doing um, sound engineering and equipment stuff and all that. And then I, you asked me to be a part of Movement Day as well um, to host the big thing on Friday night. Um, which was a first for you guys. You guys did a uh, a Friday night uh, worship night, basically, yeah. for the young people. And so Ripe Worship was the, the worship team for that, and then I hosted that, and then you asked me to be on a panel during the morning yeah. as well. And so there's just like 10 of us from Ripe in the room. <laughs> Again, this happens every time, and uh, just kind of a funny, a funny thing. So um, during the day, I just wanted to give you a little bit to share, you know, for somebody who's listening to today's episode, doesn't know what PGM is, but except what you've said or movement day, just share a little bit about, um, you've talked about the big picture, but some of the specific things that happen on stage during the day absolutely, outside of worship. Yeah. We, um, we wanted to break the day up into kind of two form. The morning was, um, just looking at city movements, um, our local people that are ministries and people that are doing amazing work in the city 
um, and just really giving them a chance to to share. Now, you, we often hear all the negative stuff that are happening in our city. We don't get to give platform for the beautiful stuff that's happening. You know, people giving their life to Christ. Just um, and everything the entire day. Again, the, the excuse me, the the theme was harvest. So everything was um, people and ministries that are doing active things to 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 reach uh, souls for Christ. So. We, um, so we, yeah, we highlight it. And then we had, uh, two kind of global movement, we spell out organization we had glue come and share, you know, that it's not just in Philly, but all around the world, there's just so many things happening. Um, and, and yeah, so that, that was, that was a really cool, just kind of split in the morning. So we had two panels, um, uh, the morning one was directed to those in the city and then in the evening, we kind of had more of the kind of getting into the meat of the day, um, the inspirational part, the activation part, just moving. How do now we go from we have been inspired, we hear all these great things now, can how you as an individual can now do your part as a believer. And that's where we kind of shifted the second time where we had Bonnie O'Neill from um, Alpha I'm talking about love listens and the importance of that. And and we had a panel where we we brought leaders, uh, pastors, creative, um, marketplace leaders. And um, yeah, just kind of talking about how individually people uh, just go about their lives as, you know, how do you in your sphere, you know, lead people to Jesus? Um, and everybody got a really amazing time. time and that's where... Scott, um, you were invited as a creative representing that community is how to use your craft to, um, cause everybody's different. Everybody's called differently. Um, but how do you still keep your godly mission with your earth, earthly talents? Um, and how do you marry the two without compromising either one? Um, and it was just a beautiful time of everybody sharing, um, what they do and how they uniquely and everybody was just different share, this is this is my craft and this is how I use it for Christ. Um, so yeah, and, and it just kind of ended with that note of really inspiring people to to think about what they do, their calling, and also the importance of everybody has a story. Um, one, do you know it? Um, when was the last time you shared it? And we did a chance of that of um, kind of having people around, which is hilarious. With, we kind of did too many timers and it was just going and going. I think people have PTSD with the timer. Um, <laughs> but um, so we um, and, and just really getting into the practice of showing and sharing your story um, because we all have a story yeah. and it doesn't take much to bring Jesus into a conversation. And it can just be something so simple um, as your personal experience and. And that was a way of us letting people know, you know, you don't have to wait for an event or a movement or your church to do something you yourself have it all in you to do. So that was the goal of the day is inspiring people to to do their own thing. Yep. Oh, so good. Man, there's so much in there. Um, the day the day was beautiful. The morning and afternoon time. Uh, I was. I mean, I was in tears, like thinking about who's in that room because Philadelphia for all of its complexity and brokenness, I have, I am blown away consistently by how many great men and women are in the city. They love the Lord that are incredibly gifted and talented 
and are for the first time in my view really laying down their own banners to come together and to see people like Brad Leach and Jamie and Terry and you know Jamie Fit and all of these amazing amazing men that I've known for years that I look up to would say man there are people I pull from that I get stuff from that Mark Novalis and Wanda yeah. Novalis like amazing T- Pastor Terry you know like I I'm just like what in the world is happening um, that all of these people are coming together like God is up to something yeah in this space and then a lot of other people I didn't know and you know a lot of other people that oh my goodness like Elijah Hollis from Story Factory Change Church sat next to me at the table Ness Espinosa came over he runs Young Life Philly yeah. like all of these mover and shaker people who have been at it for decades in the city that love the city of Philadelphia deeply are saying look not my thing our thing yeah let's reach this city together and man, I get chills, like literally just thinking about it. And there was a few moments, like even within the panels, they were just so beautiful. Um, Pastor Mark Abrams was there. Yeah. Um, he's been like, uh, I don't want to call him a dad, but I'm going to give him grandfather status. Uh, <laughs> if he hears this, he's going to be offended. But Mark, he's been around for a long time, and I, I look up to him a ton. And he was a big part of my life. I've been to his house Um you know, for some of the Bible study stuff that he does at his home on Monday nights. And, um, you know, to see him putting his thumbs up in the room is so significant. Yeah. As somebody who's just done the work, tilled the field, gone after it, showed up at, you know, single mom's houses with cribs and diapers and told people about Jesus on the block for years. He's been so practical and like kind of in in his world. Yeah. To be in that room saying, let's do this together. Yeah. I'm like, yo, God is like doing this. The beauty of this year was um, every of the first two years, we were intentional in inviting, if you will, top leaders, right? Like, and there was a purpose to that. We were trying to kind of, kind of break the barriers and just really getting people. And this year it was open to just everyone. It wasn't just you lead a church is like any, like you are and like, we used to call it influencers and we were starting putting definitions. So who's the influencer, but every influencer that we kept listing were people with high titles. I'm like, but that's, that's great. And they are, but every one of us have the ability to be an influencer and being able to mix people in the room where there was no assigned seating, it was you sit and you may be sitting with somebody that you like you're saying like, man, I, I look up to these people, but we're in the same room receiving and experiencing the same thing. I think made made this one very um, just unique and special that everybody was seen as equals, regardless yep. of title. Yep, for sure. Yeah, I felt that as a sitter around the table, you know, I, I had a unique experience because, you know, M was getting her and Liv and uh, Joseph together to get the next set together. You were obviously troubleshooting troubleshooting sound the entire time. I just got to go to movement day. And that was so special for me. And I was super blessed by it, you know. Um, But thank you for your leadership. Uh, This has not been said, but you ran movement day. Mm -mm 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 -
<laughs> but let's give some flowers where they're due. She made movement day move. She, <laughs> she moved the movement day. Um, yo, one of, the, one of the funny things that happened, so after the day itself, shout out to everybody that was there, all the presenters, everybody on the panels, such a beautiful day. Um, you and I got together briefly in the hallway <laughs> because uh, I did not have the run of show for Friday night until oh, Thursday night. I texted night. you because I didn't know what was going on. And I was like, hey, Scott, do you know about this? Like, when is that happening? You're like, what do you mean? There's a schedule? I was like, yeah, there's a schedule. You're on half of it. You're like, I'm on it? <laughs> I was like, oh, sweet. So we got to sit down. I get this text the night before. It's late. We're like setting up. And I'm like, oh, man, I forgot to send this thing. You see, but you started the the message with, I don't want you to freak out. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, crap, he's backing up. I'm like. No, I would never. I would never. never. The notorious backing out of events person. But no, it was. I don't do do that. I don't do that. (laughs) But no, it was was hilarious. I'm like, oh, shit, tell the. MC, what's happening? Yeah, the day of the day of. It's, yeah. it's fine. But Jared sent it to me, so I just sent, I said, look, don't freak out. But we are going to have to meet tomorrow afternoon before the evening starts. Yeah. So that I can do my job well yep. uh, tomorrow night. So, and that Friday night thing, that was the first time you guys ever first did time. it. Uh, learning curve there. Absolutely. And, <laughs> but it was awesome. Like, so people left, I don't know, around one or two or something yeah. in the afternoon. And then we, People came back around six ish, six thirty, yeah. something like that, for an evening worship night um, that, like, quote unquote, featured ripe worship. So, and it wasn't just a three piece team; it was the full team. Um, and so, you know, you were setting up, doing sound checks with them all afternoon. I went back and made sure I knew what I was going to do as an MC. And, um, but it was so good. It was like the same thing as the morning, but with the youth in mind and yeah. the youth focused. And instead of like the who's who of, you know, Christian church leaders speaking, yeah. it was teenagers speaking. Yeah. Teenagers on the panel sharing their stories about how God's moving in their life and, you know, young adults that are stepping up to the plate to be influencers yeah. in the city and how God's using them to do the work of harvest, right? And I was just like, man, this is so well done. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. how beautiful is this to not just have something for the old heads, but have something for the youngins and make it special and geared towards them and for them to be seen as well. Um, and I thought, I thought it went really well. I mean, I'm sure there's things we could do differently in a year, but, um, I thought ripe worship killed it. Yes. They sounded Mm -hmm. amazing. The team was so tight and it was a, it was a full team effort. Janita was on drums, uh, Esty always on electric Mike on bass, uh, Josh from City Reach, the keys player, was there. I think it's Josh, right? It's Josh. I cannot remember, remember his, his last, last name, name, but Josh. My bad, Josh. Um, but Rashid, Liv, M, Joe, or the vocalist, and Priscilla. And just like a full team effort. It was really, really cool to, to witness. And again, it was like, we are such a good fit here. You know? Like, Ripe yeah. Worship gets a lot of gigs where the, it's like for teenagers at a retreat or something, and it's kind of like are we the right fit here? They do so well, but it's like, is that really what they want to do or who they want to be in front of? This felt perfect to me. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, this is Ripe Worship's thriving place yeah, yeah. is in a room with this demographic. And the crazy thing is it wasn't a travel gig. Yeah. It was the Hilton on City Ave. We're all within 15 minutes of it, 20 minutes of it. We can get there. 
and do this. And so everybody was just like down to serve. And um, thank you for having us. And then thank you for blessing our team too, because that wasn't even a part of it. We were just going to serve. And then PGM, you know, said, hey, we want to no, take care of you guys. So Yeah, it was it was such a, yeah, like you said, it was the first first time um, doing a night of worship. Um, tons of learning curve. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was it was just very sweet to have a, a space for um, teens and young adults to show that they are also they're not they're not going to lead later they are leading now Amen. um in their own spheres in high school and whatever um in their families whatever it is and it's just um just amazing even testimonies and things that people get to share where um you normally don't see you either see them in you know the church basement in their own little kind of private thing but they get a stage they get a a, a stage a microphone to share and be leaders. Um, and it was just so sweet. Um, even the weeks prior, just getting to hear the hearts. Um, cause a lot of them I just met, I literally physically saw them the day, the night of, and, but being able to kind of hop on a call and be like, Hey, tell me, tell me what do you love about Jesus? How do you lead people? And just hearing the excitement coming out of these 10, I think they I think all of the, the girls that hit the stage that were teens, they were all in 10th grade, uh, being able to hear, just our heart and how on fire it's like man like are you sure you're on 10th grade because they were just yep. amazing no so good though i mean that that to me was probably the highlight of the entire movement day was hearing uh you know dr sharita and mark lyon's daughter share gabby her Lyons. story gabby and the other girl i can't remember her name amber amber, amber. um talking about the basketball story and getting a division one scholarship to go yeah. play basketball a sport that she hadn't played like a year before <laughs> and just god's like blessing her and her giving all glory to god in that and sharing how god can use these unexpected things like they were i was like wait whether these are babies <laughs> and they're doing so well like i was so yeah. impressed with both of them it was amazing and it was just super sweet and the holy spirit was all over it and you could just tell that like so much prayer had gone into them getting up there yeah and they they were so deliberate with the way that they spoke um it was just powerful like there was not a person who was not moved yeah just by those testimonies young or old alone. man i got so many people just coming afterwards they're like you know there were some seniors in the room and they're like they just they were weeping because they were they were going through similar things that these teens are going and hearing teenagers speak into their life was just mind blowing. I saw both of them in two different events. And the moment they opened their mouths, I was like, You're I need you. Like I I found who is connect who are you connected with? Because I need you to come to Movement Day. And I'm so glad that they were able to come out. Yeah, they did. They did amazing. It was it was beautiful. It was genuinely super, super beautiful. As I said, I think Rep Worship did a great job Absolutely. as well. Um, you know, we were, we were like, you and I were kind of playing catch up cause we started late all night <laughs> and, um, that was know. one of the lessons learned not yeah. to do a Friday night event at six o'clock at six o'clock in city night. Yeah. I mean, I'm not doing that one again. <laughs> city <laughs> Ave is a dangerous street. Friday night. <laughs> that didn't work. Seven, so. seven, seven, seven <laughs> better. Um, I mean, nobody was there until seven. So we just had to start late and then, you know, I think we navigated those challenges well. I mean, I'm. That's something that, you know, I pride myself on. Like, how do we, how do we make up time? 
how do we take this, you know, seven minute for the MC to say these things? How do I get that down to three? Without interrupting the flow. I mean, yeah. I kind of threw your curveball when I moved the whole thing around. Yeah, you around. did. You did. You did. I was going to bring that up. Listen, I'm I was so gonna, sorry. I was going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, we had, a, we had a nice little change up in the middle of the But it was, I think event. the beauty of that was how um, it didn't. It didn't create frustration. It didn't create like everybody flowed so well With the mistake, to like, yeah. hey, okay, how can we go to the next thing? And nobody in the room nobody realized. Knew. Nobody like, knew it was just our own internal looking at the like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, but it was just this quick like everybody huddled to put it together. It was just it just spoke about that unity part, mm-hmm. like that it was just so sweet and cohesive. Yeah, there were a couple different points. Like as soon as the worship team goes on, I'm like, where's Scott? Where's Scott? Scott, what are we doing next? And you're like, I don't know. Find Emily. And I was yep. like, okay, <laughs> run across the room, find out what's going on. I'm like, I just need to know what channels to have open. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was fine. I mean, we just basically moved like when a set was happening because i think a video played when it wasn't supposed to yeah it was like switching around videos and interviews which it wasn't a big deal it's just i would not have you wouldn't have heard the first 10 seconds of that video i remember (laughs) what it was i remember what it was you guys put the stools on stage for the panel panel like 30 minutes early and yeah. I was like, I think we're doing the panel now. Yeah. <laughs> the panel's in like 45 minutes, but we're going to do it now. But it was like so smooth. You yeah. went up and just kind of got it together. And I yeah. think that part, nobody nobody, it, nobody even felt or knew, but it was just it was just that sweetness. I just love that there was just no sitting back frustrations, feelings hurt or anything. Oh, it was no. just like, all right, let's get it done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our team, that's, that's how we operate. We understand things happen. I just had to find... Emily Phillips and take the mic right out of her pocket and just keep walking to get to the stage. She's like, wait, why? That's my mic. And I was like, like, not now. Right it's now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not anymore. We're doing the panel. Um, but yeah, it was just uh, both, both the day and the night. So good. Um, if you're here and you are not at Movement Day, uh, please get on PGM's website, find out when Movement Day 2024 is and get there. Um, it's it's important for us to have moments and spaces to come together and i am so excited whenever it goes from 90% of the leaders to 100% of the leaders in the room yeah um because there's still some people that that didn't make it that didn't make it as much of a priority this year but the ball is rolling and the snow is picking up and is yeah. getting bigger and bigger as it moves forward and we need everybody to get on the train um with PGM and so you know, I'm I'm just thankful that we get to like be seen as a recognized ministry of PGM. Like you guys are great, and we're like, thanks, we are, and you are too. <laughs> you know, like we're just happy. Like we're genuinely just happy yeah. to be in the room, to be included in what God is doing through you guys, and to add a little bit of flavor yeah. and creative flair and sound to the space that's already beautiful. What you guys are doing, like you said, you could have gotten anybody to do it, but I think we're such a a great representation yeah. of the vision. And so it just makes sense. Yeah. It's like family, you know? Yeah. So and plus we're not trying to view this as a one-off. Like there's a whole relationship behind it and a whole relationship ahead of it between yeah. us and PGM. And even just personally, like I do stuff with Christ community all the I time. Know. <laughs> Whenever you said Jared, I'm like, wait, like Jared, Jared. I'm like, of course <laughs> like, we know Jared. So yep. Yep. No, it's been good. Yeah, our lights have uh, made it down to Christ Community Church. Quite a few times. Quite a few times <laughs> over the last year. And uh, and shout out to Ernie as well, E. Daniels. We yeah. love him so much. Um, he's going to be doing some stuff with us in 2023. 
even as a worship leader, even though he doesn't do that as often now, <laughs> we, we were able to get him out of retirement, and I'm super excited for that. Um, but just like, yeah, there's so much synergy and relationship yeah. um, between Christ Community, you guys, um, PGM, Ripe Creatives. It's a family. It really, yeah. it really is family. It feels that way. We all sense that. And uh, God is sovereign over over where things head, you know. So, I'm I'm just hopeful for what the future, you know, will become together in ways that we'll be able to to find moments to reconnect and reengage. Like Jared's saying, I don't think it's just going to be movement day in May annually, right? There's going to be moments and touches I think throughout the Absolutely. year in both directions that just make a lot of sense. Um, so thank you, thank you for including you. us. We're we're glad to be a part of it. Shout out to to the entire Ripe Worship team for doing their part super, super well. We love y'all. And AVG. We forgot to mention Oh, that. yes. My bad. Yes. AVG, the poet's poet himself. <laughs> Gabriel Angran did a poem in the middle of the evening worship set. Yes. He did organs. And it was such a cool, like, it gives what we do a different flavor that only we have yeah. because we're built as a multidisciplinary creative team. So like a lot of times we'll have Rosie, Rosie live painted yeah, as well in the evening. So we had live painter, poetry, and worship together. And it's special. We're different, you know? Nobody, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying nobody else does that. I'm sure other people do, but yeah. at least in Philadelphia, I think we're one of the few that... They don't do it where they're all doing stuff together regularly. Like they're not all together like weeks and weeks out of the year, like that wasn't an abnormal gig for us to have that line up those people in the room from our community. Right. Yeah. We look for ways to, yeah. You want a live painter too? <laughs> you want a poet as well? Yeah. Do you want a hip hop artist? <laughs> do you want a singer songwriter? Do you want it like in the middle of the worship set? <laughs> Where do you want it? Cause we'll bring it. <laughs> we could do it anywhere. <laughs> you gave us 35 minutes. We're going to cut five of that and give it to a poet. Sound good. Okay. <laughs> like what? A poet? <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> this poet AVG is going to come in here and wreck shop yeah so, it was amazing it was good um, thank you to everybody who tuned in today uh, to today's episode thank you for listening to this um, if you're here you are most likely a partner supporter of Ripe Creatives we just want to say thank you for giving so that we can do stuff uh, like Movement Day that we can plug in and play our part and serve um, with you know excellence and purity and integrity um, your generosity is what enables us to have the equipment to take to Movement Day or um, to get the cars in out of the driveway over to the Hilton to be able to pay for parking or whatever. You know, um, Your generosity is what enables us to, to continue in relationship and look for ways to serve. And so thank you for partnering with us um, so that we get to do stuff like this. And uh, as I said, look up Philadelphia Gospel Movement, go to their website, um, check out what they're doing. Read their mission and vision statement. It's beautiful. Um, I don't think there's a person in the world that can't affirm what you guys are doing um, if they you know, know Jesus. And even if you don't know Jesus, I think coming together, unity is still a, a really beautiful thing that you can <laughs> affirm. So um, if you're here because you're friends with them or Ryan or PGM, uh, you don't currently partner with us with Ripe Creatives, we just encourage you to check out our website as well, ripecreatives.com. And uh, consider, you know, becoming a monthly partner of what we do uh, so that we can continue to do great things here in the city of Philadelphia. Uh, any gift at whatever frequency or capacity is always 
uh, greatly appreciate it. It also helps us even put this podcast together. So uh, we love you all for that. Um, Jarrett, Emily, any final, final thoughts before we sign off? It was just a beautiful day from someone outside looking in who'd never been there before. I, it put like hope back in Philadelphia for me. Amen. No, just excited. Like you guys said, this is the start of, and not even the start. We've been working together, but even with the full team, the start of something beautiful. And I'm just excited to see what else God has for us. Amen. Amen. Well, until next time, y'all, as always, stay right. I don't want to talk. Bring the truth to